Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Local to Legend. Today's guest is Julie Lyle, the owner and founder of Indie House Design. Indie House is founded on a passion for design and a desire to share unique and handmade artisan goods. Located in downtown Des Moines, they are a home furniture, decor, and lifestyle boutique that offers a mix of curated goods and interior design services. Julie is truly talented at what she does, and I'm so excited to share her journey of launching Indie House in our very own community. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your journey to starting Indie House. Have you always been a designer? Like what's, what's your background? Well, I went to school for design, always loved design, always had that passion for art and uh, architecture and all things design. So went to school actually at Iowa State for business and design, Mm. graduated, traveled abroad a little bit uh, during that time. And then I ended up going back to school out at um, UC Berkeley for architectural and interior design for a couple additional years. So yeah, I did. I was trained in design. Not that I think that's a necessity because a lot of times that like true love of design and art just comes naturally to people. Um, But it definitely helped. And also, you know, then getting to where I'm at now, I realized how much my business Um, education really played a part in getting me to where I am. So, yeah. Yeah. So when did Indie House start? Kind of went down the business path then after all my schooling, but I always knew that I wanted to deal more with the soft goods and like deal with my customers directly. So this was always like my goal to get to. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like, what was happening in your mind that would allow you to like get to that place? Well, I turned 40 and I was like, okay, I'm about halfway through my life. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to, you know, all the thinking and planning and strategizing, yeah. like it, it's great, but sometimes you just have to like take that lead, do, do the job, take the jump, you know, dive in. And so I think uh, getting to that point in my life where I knew I was able and because I had done so much uh, research along the way, because I traveled a lot with my previous position. And I'd always, every big market that I went to when traveling, I would always on my free time, you know, go see what stores were around, go see, um, you know, what galleries were there to go and browse. And then started going to like the big trade markets um, that are in like Vegas and, and um, High Point, North Carolina and Dallas. So just after a couple years of really doing a lot of research and making those connections and relationships with my vendors, then it just mm-hmm. felt all of a sudden a lot easier to actually mm-hmm. um, attain and go for. So okay. it was a process. So, yeah, I bet. Cause you have to figure out like what you want to carry, like what you really want your brand aesthetic to be, because I feel like you really have to kind of decide on a vibe you want because that pulls into your own space that you have and like everything else. And so you do want to find those right vendors. I imagine that well, just takes time to do. Exactly. Well, and for me being a designer, like I just have my own style. And when I would gravitate towards certain lines, when I'd go to the markets and do the research, like one thing that I kept saying is like, why don't we have access to like some of these products already? Mm-hmm. So just bringing some of those, um, product lines that I felt we were missing in Des Moines or that I guess more so that Des Moines was kind of ready for because, you know, downtown, there's so much downtown living going on now that really hadn't been, you know, and, and this store is definitely different from like your big box furniture stores. Um, And hopefully also in, in the way that 
that personalized touch that myself and my other designers can give each and every person that walks in the door kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, you know, honing in on my own unique style and bringing that in and kind of everything more has that organic and kind of earthy vibe that I felt like Des Moines really didn't have a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. worked. Yeah. And so you chose a beautiful space in the East Village. And how did you decide like that's that's where you wanted to be? I just think because it's a little bit of a um, newer vibe that like the town, downtown kind of living spaces, that urban, um, you know, lofty condo kind of living. Um, I think that it was a good fit. And I feel like for me, from a business perspective, I didn't have a whole lot of marketing money right off the bat. So for me, location was key. You know, they say location, location, location. You say it three times because that's how important it is. And I I knew that I needed to be like visible right away to like even get the small amount of people that were just strolling by like in and introduced to what I had to offer. So that was, I was pretty picky when trying to find the right location. And there was like a few little pockets within Des Moines that I was willing to look at, but Mm -hmm. love my space. I do love your space from home. Yeah. I feel like this is a podcast, so no one will be able to see, but like even behind Julie right now, she has all of her rug samples and her, I can see a little slice of like some of the items you have in the left. And then she's got her wallpaper samples above her. So you obviously have to see it for yourself to appreciate all of the things she has in her store. But um, I was thinking, as you said that like location, location, location three times, like that is how Jenny found you, who's one of my besties, and she worked with you. And then we were hanging out when St. Kilda wasn't the pizza place. Um, and she was like, you, we should walk, we should walk around. And like, then I met you there. And it was because she and I were both bouncing around and then she was originally. So I feel like, yeah, I would have found you eventually, right? Like it's Des Moines, it's a small community, but like, you're totally right. I think your location is like on point. So, yeah, well, and it kind of fits my whole, um, you know, one of the things with opening Indie House, not only am I an independent designer and like to work, you know, with other independent artists and help promote them and whatnot, but this area down here in the East Village is very, very much like the independent locally owned kind of um, feel. So it fit, we fit right in. You totally do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good fit. And I think what you've done that's really unique too, is like, you've really pulled in, you do design, but you also have kind of this lifestyle element to your shop and your brand. So can you tell us like how you decided to pull all, like you have a beautiful hat line. Like how did you make that decision with the brand? (laughs) Again, it ends up just being like all things that I love. So it's very much, um, you know, the hats, the like leather handbags, the real raw thick leathers. Uh, you know, I have vinyl records here for sale, which Luke from Marv's doesn't really like, but he he plays with me and jokes with me about it. But I only pick out like the really great albums that are gonna be good front to back. It's just a little lifestyle things that says something about who I am, you know, cause music, um, hats, all those things are like what I love as well as like, again, like all the artisan, um, mm-hmm. local and, and from everywhere, all the artists that I work with on all their little things, like that's important for me to have in here too. So when it comes to the lifestyle stuff, it's pretty much just anything that I love. I mean, I had fur faux fur jackets yes. in here, like when I first opened the first season for fall and winter, 
love that stuff because you know for it's about just making a statement right have fun (laughs) buy some cool stuff (laughs) yeah I love that your your brand is really like the embodiment like the full embodiment of you it's not like just like a part of the design it's like no 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 this is like where I buy my own stuff for me like my own hats my own everything if it doesn't sell, oh, well, I'll just take it home. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay. So we've heard about your journey. What does it look like when you work with a client? Like, what is that process? Like when someone comes to you, say they visit your, your space in the village and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with everything. I just like have to work with you, Julie. What happens next? Well, that's usually how it happens. Actually, most of our you know, clients yeah. have just walked in and they're like, this is the style that I want, but mm-hmm. I just, I, I haven't been able to get there exactly. And it, it ranges so much because on, you know, we're like a little mini design firm, even though we have our retail space. So we'll have people that I've worked on probably three or four new builds where we're going in and I'm not doing necessarily the, um, you know, outside architecture, but we'll gut everything, pick materials, you know, create new floor plans. In fact, the mid-century that we're doing a total renovation on similar to that. But then we also will work with people where we'll all just go in and do a half an hour you know, consult in their home, take pictures of pretty much every room is how I like to do it because once I start working with you, then like you can always tap into me as a resource, you know, even if you just have a quick question or want a second opinion. So I kind of like to have the overall of all the spaces in a house mm-hmm. and create a file. And then I just start working with them one-on-one and pick out, you know, whether it's space planning um, or working with what they have and just kind of doing a refresh and pulling in, you know, maybe three or four new items, but every project's different. Um, but that's probably my favorite part of the job is just getting to create those relationships with all of my clients and customers mm-hmm. and seeing like how happy they are at the end of the project. Yeah. And then there's usually yeah. another project that has to happen after that. But <laughs> they're like, yeah. oh, we're so happy with this space. Like, wow, yeah. we should do the kitchen next or whatever. What do you yeah. feel like in a space like really? Is there like a secret sauce to what you do? Like, I feel like part of it is like, rugs need to be certain sizes or like art should probably either be a certain size or hung dip like at a certain height. Like these are the things that maybe come really like naturally to you, but do you feel like some of these like little tips people should be looking for if they're like unsatisfied um, with their space? It's hard to like break it down into like just uh, like generic tips, although I have some of yeah. those, but like every space is so unique and different that like that tip might not apply, but in general terms, for me, good design is all about creating a balance. So I guess it depends on, mm. you know, within what area are we trying to, you know, create that with and what, you know, what hard woods and materials and wall colors and ceiling heights, what are we, what, what are we working with, you know, and then whether it's texture, color, art, or it all comes into creating a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, And not just, uh, you know, so when we're doing like bigger remodels structurally, what's going to create that balance, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or if it's just doing the rugs, the sofas, the chairs, you know, a lot of that is the space planning. And then 
if you've got a colored patterned rug, then do you wanna put more of a solid chair with this kind of material and only, you know, are you working with leathers over here? Well, how do we soften that and balance it over here then with more fabric, fabric chairs? Or it's all about creating a balance. So it really depends on what you yeah. start with. And yeah. I, we like to work with, um, you know, people that already have certain things that they know they like, whether it's a piece of art or, you know, mm -hmm. a grandmother's reupholstered, you know, beautiful sofa. And like, those are going to stay and we know that. And then we can work around that. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. always like, whenever I work with my clients, you're always going to hear me say balance, balance of this over here will balance that. Or mm -hmm. so, yeah. Is balance kind of like another word for feng shui or is that <laughs> totally different? <laughs> I don't know about feng shui. It, it's it's a type of balanced design, I would say. Right. A good flow. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the other word I like to use. Flow. We got to create a flow. A flow and, balance. and a balance. <laughs> Those are the key words. Um, I love boss right there. It's all about the flow and the balance. <laughs> Which you have the eye for and the training for, and I love that you bring that to your clients because I feel like even myself, like I love design, but every time I hang something, I'm like that doesn't work, but I don't know why. I just like, I really need to just like text you a picture and be like, what did I do wrong here? Like, is it everything? The biggest though impact is like when you, at the end of a project, like in all have, you know, furniture starts showing up, rugs start showing up at these people's homes. And they're like, you know, you'll get there. And they're kind of like frazzled. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And then by the two hours later, by the time I leave, they're like, oh my gosh, this is my house, you know, because I've got it all like down to the last detail in my head. A lot mm -hmm. of people just can't see that vision, totally. you yeah. know, and so then when you put it all together and it is in the de details, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that is what design is all about are the little details all coming together. And so then to see like their expressions on their faces, it's like, the, it's great. I would say it's like the best part, but all of it's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the, isn't it the, uh, what is the show? The extreme home makeover when they pull, I don't know, maybe it's Chip and Joe. They pull the like, you know, thing apart and people are like crying. Do people ever cry when you show them their, like show them? But usually they're bouncing around the house with us. But like, you okay, know, okay. the last time my other designer and I went and did like a full main floor. Oh my gosh. They kept calling back and calling back and calling back to let us know. And then they'd email and like, they were just so, and it happens often. They'll just be like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with the space. I can't believe this is our space. And so it's really, that's really gratifying. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't know what a space could be until someone like you comes in and like shows what's possible. It just feels too hard if something's looked the same way for so long. So right. I love that you, like even that 30 minute consult of just like going in and like seeing it, like showing them what's possible. Yeah. Um, so if you're not a designer, I don't think that even comes naturally to a lot of people. They're just kind of like, I just don't like it, but I don't really know why, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know, the funny thing is, is that a lot of the people that I do work with that are clients are actually really, really good at design. Mm -hmm. So there's like half that really need that design help. And then there's half sure. that just really want to tap into all the more tangible resources that our store has to offer. Mm -hmm. yeah writing, art all that so yeah and I think some of the things you offer amazing and I like what I love telling people is that like going down to the East Village visiting you they can like feel the fabrics and like 
really see everything that you carry and like understand it so visually besides just looking on a screen. It's one thing to look at something and like, like move around the shape on the screen, but you then have like the fabric and the wood and like all of the pieces that really help someone be like, Oh, okay. Like this makes sense. You know? Absolutely. Cause a lot of times like the colors don't translate well anyway. So if people are pulling together lots of ideas and we can actually pull the rug and the actual wood piece and the leather pieces and just really make sure that everything goes together, especially Mm -hmm. like those textures on the rugs and the fabrics, like you can't really get a good grasp for that online. So hopefully it's it's a helpful resource that people can tap into. Yeah. What's it called? The little style corner or like your Oh, my browsing station, your browsing station. There we go. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That is actually a key part to our business because you've, I mean, you've been in here. It's small. It's a boutique for sure. But with, we have enough pieces of furniture on the floor and then we can like kind of like cross sell within all the samples here too. But like people can log in and look at, you know, 30 different bedroom you know, sets and, or 50 different sofas. Like there's so much more that I don't have in the store, but that they can still like see overall quality and all the fabrics and and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I feel like just walking in the store, gives someone almost like an instant knowing of like, okay, like I could see my house within this approach. And like, I'm sure it's like an instant vibe for people of like, yep, this is exactly what I'm looking for that I didn't know I needed. Or other people are like, nope, this isn't my vibe, but I'm glad, like, I'm glad I found it. Right. Like, that's what we want. We want people to know if it's for them or not. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the last thing I want to ask you is kind of about those collaborations and partnerships and obviously like pre-COVID, post-COVID, like that will probably come back a little bit more, but I love that you incorporate artists and like other makers like sprinkled throughout your store you have local um makers like earrings and other prints and like I love how intentional you've been about that so are you constantly looking are people pitching you or like how are you finding these local people it's everything basically when I first opened I was you know I knew I knew a handful of local artists um but I was just going out there and finding um I'd get on social media platforms and just find stuff that I loved again Mm -hmm. that really resonated with my style and I'd reach out to people and a lot of them were the small little independent artists from all over and they were thrilled to like want know that I wanted to carry their stuff in my store and mm-hmm. so just doing that again and again. And now it's to the point where like when I do my local artist showcases and sometimes it'll be an artist that's passing through town, but we hope to get it back to the point where we're doing that once a month. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a social thing, cocktail hours, people coming in and really getting to provide like a little bit platform, you know, for some of the artists mm-hmm. that really haven't had that with COVID going on. Um, but then I usually then carry their stuff in the store you know, after. So it ends up being a win-win for everybody, but I love, love, love. That's kind of my little way of giving back to the community. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I really love that part of it. So any artists out there hit me up, (laughs) send a DM. How do, how do people reach out to you if they're interested in either? Mm-hmm. Um, someone will just stop in and see what we do. Oh, and they God. hear my story just over conversation and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm an artist. And I'll be like, well, send me some pictures of your stuff or bring some stuff in. Let's look at it. 
And it's yeah, kind yeah. of, some of them haven't even done wholesale type stuff. And so it's like, I'll help you, you know, figure That's out and teach you kind of how, how it's done. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. There's so many local people who like definitely have either their side hustle or their full-time thing, but they just don't need a space. So they really rely on like pop-ups or wholesale or people like you to help them kind of create a platform to reach new people. And like you get to reach their audience too. I always find collaboration such a win-win, especially when both parties are like equally invested in helping each other, you know, get some traction too. And I feel like you've done such a good job with that and just love seeing all the local people in there. So cool. I love it too. I love it too. It's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Okay. So if people are like, oh my gosh, I have to, A, I have to visit Indie House. Can you share like where you are in the village for locals listening? Sure. So I am on Grand right across from the new Oriental food store, which has been there for ages. Um, In between, oh, I'm over by Miami Nine and Olympic Flame. And then Dornick was on the other side of me, but now we've got, um, there's going to be a new great outdoor Yeah. Outdoor sports store. So super pumped about that too. Um, so that would be between fifth and sixth on grand in the East village. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if they're like, okay, I'm listening, but I'm not in Des Moines and I want to check you out. Where, where do you think people should go to learn more about you? Then they can, they can, um, check us out on, well, Instagram one, cause it's got all of our information and links on Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is at Indie house design. And then we are actually launching the new website tomorrow. So I heard. <laughs> yeah, super excited about that. It, yeah. And that's www.indiehousedesign.com. Good stuff ahead. Yeah. I'm excited to see the unveiling of the website and like what's to come for you. So thanks so much for being on Local to Legend today. I'm so glad it worked out to have you and to hear your story and to connect our audience with the amazingness of Julie Lyle. Well, thank you, Emily, for having me. You're awesome. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Local to Legend. If you really enjoyed this episode, as always, feel free to share it with someone who may need a dose of inspiration today or feel free to leave a review so we can touch more lives of local business owners everywhere. And say hello to us in the DMs if you hang out on Instagram. We're over at love.local and we love supporting you, getting to know you, sharing your stuff and learning what you're all about. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time.